Blog Talk Radio. Je ne sais pas s'il en est de plus blonde, mais de plus belle, il n'y en a pas pour moi. Elle est vraiment toute la joie du monde, ma vie commence dès que je la vois. Et je fais oh, et je fais ah, c'est si bon de partir n'importe où, bras dessus, bras dessous. En chantant des chansons, c'est si bon de se dire des mots doux, des petits rien du tout, mais qui en disent long en voyant notre mine ravie. Les passants dans la rue nous envient, c'est si bon de guetter dans ses yeux un espoir merveilleux. Qui donne la frisson, c'est si bon, cette petite sensation, ça vaut mieux qu'un million, tellement, tellement c'est bon. Vous devinez quel bonheur est le nôtre, et si je l'aime, vous comprendrez pourquoi. Elle m'enivre et je n'en veux plus d'autre, car elle est toutes les femmes à la fois, et elle fait oh, et elle fait ah. C'est si bon de pouvoir l'embrasser Et puis de recommencer à la moindre occasion C'est si bon de jouer du piano Tout le long de son dos Pendant que nous dansons This is Entertainment Life on the Sasha Marina Show, a show about the entertainment and music industry, where you get to hear from the top and up-and-coming stars, from amateurs to professionals. They're all just working hard for success. This show is to give those the opportunity to speak about their talents and what they're doing to succeed in their dreams. And now, here's your host, Sasha Marina. Hey there, everyone. Good afternoon. Um... That song you just heard is called Festival by Jean Broussard. Uh He was on the show this Tuesday. Um, he's one of the co-stars for The Fault in Our Stars. Um, pretty cool song. I'm, I don't know. I like I like the whole Frenchie vibe, cabaret thing to it. So um, anyways, so following along with today's interview, she goes by the name of uh, Phoebe Perry. She is a stand-up comedian uh, based out of Atlanta. Previously, I guess, born somewhat raised in Nebraska, so total white girl, for real. <laughs> I got the pleasure of meeting her at the M Bar here in Hollywood, um, I think about a week ago or something like that, and and yeah, I, I was pretty taken by, you know, I guess by her whole act, even though there was many people, but she was one of the few that I approached, and I don't know, there was something, you know, about her. I think she's, I guess as a comedian, she really used her her physique and, and her personality to her advantage, and she made a joke all about it. So um, I thought it was funny, obviously, being a comedian and all. So without further ado, here she is. Uh, Phoebe, how are you? Good. How's your day going? I'm, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> cool. How are you? I know you got a lot going on, and, and you're taking your time to do this, so I appreciate that. No, no, it's all good. I just applied to Target, so that's all I've been. I've just been applying to jobs. <laughs> Thank you for inviting. Me. No problem. So, um, like I mentioned, uh, based out of Atlanta, uh, you know, and originally from Nebraska and stuff like that. How was that change? How did that change in your life? Even like 
what what motivated that change? <clears throat> I moved to Atlanta from Nebraska for school, and then um, I didn't like Atlanta because it was too spread out, and I didn't get it. And then I went to comedy shows, and that was sort of like it was a release. And it was easy to just sit there for two and a half hours and listen to people be like, you know, that girl I like, she doesn't <laughs> like me back, you know, for <laughs> like two hours. And then I and then I um, started doing it uh, a year ago. And so, but Atlanta's good for, I think Atlanta's good for like uh, trying stuff out because people are all trying stuff out. Yeah, kind of kind of like here, or do you feel that um, that you are better off starting at, off in Atlanta rather than having come in here first off. I mean, I well, yeah, I'm still, mm-hmm. that's a good question. I like Atlanta because it's kind of dirtier, you know, like there's like <laughs> not a lot of, <laughs> I don't mean to be rude, but like, no, uh, I mean that in like the, like I don't have a head, like the thing I sent you was a picture of me and my grandma and then I cut my grandma oh. out. Like it's, yeah, <laughs> it's not like a headshot. Um, I think that you, you, you kind of like you cut somebody out of there. I was like, you could have brought them in the picture too. You know, it's all good. I know they're like, is that her grandma or her? I can't tell. She really needs to get. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's my that's what but I did. But that's not like, as professional. Yeah. Well, no one's like. I mean, you're not going there. You don't go to Atlanta. you go to Atlanta to get to get your art going, you know, like you go there to get like, um, to get practice, to get reps, I think. Mm-hmm. And also to just, there's such like a, a strong community. Like people are so good. Like just like amazingly good, but they know each other. They know each other. And so mm-hmm. it's easier for someone who knows each other to go up and be like, Hey, you've been doing the same riff, but you used to do this part. And I love that part. That's such a good part of your bit or whatever. And, um, like, I had someone come uh, up and tell me to do that, you know? And then I added mm-hmm. it, and it was better. <laughs> they were right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> they were right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, I mean, so you mentioned, I mean, you kind of just really, really started putting your all into it about a year ago. Um, I mean, a year to some, it's still quite short of time to even uh, to realize that this is what you want to do. Um, have you figured out that you that this is? what you want to be a female comedian? That's a good question. Um, I think I'm going to go full okay. force into this, but I mean, at the same time, listening to every 35 year old I know and being like, Oh yeah, life happens. So, but I think if you are honest about stuff, like, um, uh, yeah, I think comedy is what I'm going to try to do, but I don't like the, the business. I don't understand yet. Do you understand that? Like, um, do you have the? Um, what do you do outside? Do you write and, and do other? And you mm-hmm. you interview and then do you also write or do? Oh, uh, well, writing writing. I mean, but I I, I blog, so I write for other people. You know, I'm uh, I write. Mm-hmm. You know, like um, I'm a music um, contributor topic or whatever right, right. whatever you call that. You know, for like a, a, another site, and I've done it for other sites as uh-huh. well. But um, oh, cool. I guess like writing, maybe a story. I mean, maybe when, you, when I was younger, I'd have more imagination for this. And I mean, even though I have mm-hmm. some imagination to write now, I just really haven't found myself to actually like, all right, let me sit down and really start writing or something. Yeah. So, no, I'm not really, I've, you know, I'm not there. That's really not my thing right now. And I don't know if it will ever yeah. be again, you know. <laughs> Word. I, I hear that. 
That's the whole so, thing um, about like, um, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So like, so you think that this is something that you want to do? Um, I don't know. I think that comedy is something. Like the reason why I, I approached you is because I thought it, it came out very genuine. And as a comedian, you have to. You can't force it. Like, for instance, the most mainstream mm-hmm. uh, comedian right now, Kevin Hart, I feel like he forces his comedy. Like, he's a, mm-hmm. a little clown, like, and somebody's, like, you know, playing with his facial expressions and moving his arms around. Like, sometimes it's too much, and it don't seem yet genuine. Um, uh-huh. So, like, at, at first, when he would, when he came out with that one, you know, laugh at my pain, and, yeah, it was funny because I guess it was real personal, and and he made it funny. But everything yeah. after that hasn't really been so genuine. So I guess as a comedian, you have to really find that balance and to continue being true to yourself and, like, just find something that's real. You know, people like laughing at real things, even as bad as they can be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's true. I was just thinking about that the other or yesterday about, like, what's true because I was like, you know, I'm not, like, a truthful comic. Like, I don't go up and go, like, tell you like it is. Like, I don't know how to – I'm not, like, a hard mm-hmm. New Yorker, like, let me tell you what, what I think about politics. Like, I can tell you sort of, um, <laughs> like, what I've read and – I'll, but I'll usually take the Nebraska path of being like, uh, I think it's fine, <laughs> you know, like, or sort of like moderate. But I think that um, there's a certain truth in lying sometimes. Like sometimes in comedy I'll feel something, but I won't have experienced it, so I'll put it into um, like a story I have done. And I don't know, I'm wrestling with like, is that is that honest or am I just bullshitting myself? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah, like my younger yeah. cousin, my younger cousin is the one who, oh, this is, this is going to go on radio. It doesn't, anyway, it's um, her and uh, him, I don't know, the in, the anonymity of this cousin is whatever. <laughs> but they are the person who sucks their middle finger and their ring finger. But you can't talk about your younger cousin, you know, who's an unconsenting yeah. minor. You know, like, why bring yeah. her into this? Like, why can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what you're getting at is, like, real emotion rather than, like, true facts. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I mean, as long as your audience believes whether you be bullshitting or not, as long as you make your audience believe it, I mean, that's fine. Because we can't tell the difference. Especially if you're you're sarcastic, you know? Like, what? I mean, really? Especially me. I'm oblivious. Like, my brother, um, he's, he's like, Uh one of those just, like, and, like, half of the things he says, like, I'll believe him. Like, I'll be, like, for real, like. What? <laughs> you know, so, I mean, if you have a whole crowd full of memes, you'll probably be all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, my God. So, I, I totally understand. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I know you, you've done uh, a couple of stand-ups here in, in, in Los Angeles. Um, how has that gone for you? In L.A.? Um, yeah, in L.A. Man, it's cool. People here are a little bit, I I don't know if they're taller or if maybe I just think they're taller, or maybe if they just walk taller, or there's more tan. I don't. I don't know. But um, it feels it feels a little different, but I don't know how. I think it's because mostly I'm working with Rebecca O'Brien, and she does a lot of stuff in clubs, and mm-hmm. she's brilliant. She's super um, like um, like a really good showrunner, and she's really has a keen eye for like these. Are, this is how things are done, and like. So showing me the ropes of, like, more clubs, whereas in Atlanta I had been doing, like, mostly open mics and then, like, some underground show. Or, like, <laughs> that makes me sound like I'm a po- like a punk rocker. I don't know. I have a button-up um, on right now. But I – yeah, yeah. But I had never seen clubs, so I've only really experienced TLA clubs and then one really, really cool open mic uh, in Echo Park 
under the bridge. <laughs> but I like okay. it. I like it. I like open mics and shows. And, and, and you know about that, people being followed over here. You know, yesterday I was at this party, and it seemed to just be full of tall people everywhere. And I think you might have a point. <laughs> And I mean, and I have my heels on, you know, so I'm not yeah, yeah, yeah. so short, but everybody's taller, and I'm like, what's going on here, like, you know? You know, I'm, just, I'm not such a short person, I don't think, but jeez. So, yeah, I think there's some, there's, there's like, a great amount of tall people out here in LA, whether they're, I don't know what they do, but they're pretty tall. <laughs> tall and slim. <laughs> tall, and, tall and slim and regal, like very royalty, like all royalty. Like they're just like L.A. fabulous. <laughs> Which Wait, sort of, the, yeah, the people here, I was thinking about it today in the shower. I was like, oh, my God, like I love L.A. I love like walking around Los Angeles because it's sort of like um, it questions like, I don't know, those little clips that people have about feminism. Like um, they're like, those magazines aren't real and, they're setting unrealistic expectations, and I'm like, well, obviously not. Like, there are people here who are, like, like walked out of Vogue. Like, what are they doing? But I like that. I sort of like how it questions, like, yeah, like, that's not the right question to be asking, right? Like, they're not unrealistic expectations. It's just saying that there's one expectation, right? Like, those women are no less valid or no less worthy than me to walk around the street, you know? Just because, like, I'm a size 12 doesn't make me more worthy than someone who eats celery a lot or is naturally really skinny, but I don't know. I think that's really cool. When it comes to image, I think specifically our our country and our our media tends to blow things out of proportion. Um, Uh Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. You know, and now these past couple of years, you know, with with the whole anti-bullying thing, I mean, I I mentioned this because it all somewhat connects. So it's like, you know, so it's anti-bullying and all of a sudden everything is about anti-bullying and everybody's um, supporting anti-bullying, that this is something that has been going on for, like, freaking centuries. And all of a sudden, now it's, like, yeah. the biggest deal. And then, you know, there's always been, there's always been women that dedicate themselves to their body or just have that natural ability to be freaking perfect their whole life. And then there's the ones that are overweight yeah. and they struggle. And then there are ones that are curvy and they're comfortable. And so then mm-hmm. these past couple mm-hmm. of years, then, you know, Selena Gomez goes like, oh, my God, you're perfect, da, da, da. And then there's, like, somebody else saying that you're you're perfectly beautiful in the way you look, but here are some diet pills. So everything is totally contradictory. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. well, you know, you, you see, and you see all these things, and, and, and then, like, oh, yeah, women are perfect no matter how curvy you are or whatever weight you have on you. But, but then at the same time, you see commercials of freaking diet pills and, and then this Cambodia thing that's suddenly like they're selling on Groupon and everywhere. I don't even know what these pills are, but apparently it burns all the fat off your body. You know, um, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about, but I, I just, I see it everywhere. <laughs> I don't want very Everything just, it just gets blown out of proportion. So it's like, I don't know, it's like fevers one after the other. And I don't know who to believe anymore. If I should feel perfect, or if I should freaking take the diet pill. <laughs> I don't know. What's going I, I don't know anymore. So, I mean, so let's talk about too. What did you um? You graduated from 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 college this this year. Uh, what did you study? 
I studied um, creative writing and English literature, but mostly creative writing. And how was that for you? Because I, I know a lot of people that hate that part. <laughs> what? Go like, major in English? Because I know a lot of people that major in English, but they won't major in the writing aspects of it, you know? So, but how did that go for you? Is it something that you really, like, love? Oh, yeah. It, um, well, it put a structure to something that, you know, if you want something to be perfect, you're never going to have a structure for yourself because you're just never going to do it. But if you have to mm-hmm. turn something in, I think it was good for structure. But I think that someone could not go to college and could do what I'm doing right now. There are tons of examples of brilliant stand-up comedians who are writing and writing spec stri- scripts and, like, super funny, like, short sketches and uh, plays. I don't think I... I don't think I need, I think I needed it, but I don't think everyone needs a college. I think some people are just, you know, self-motivated and super good at um, just like being like, yeah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to go right. I think all women's college in Decatur, Georgia, that has a really good Mm. creative writing program. And people there Mm -hmm. are super good cheerleaders. And I love cheerleading. I mean, I never liked the, I mean, I was never a cheerleader. I think I tried once my first year of, uh, of high school. But it didn't really oh. work out. But um, yeah. Anyway, the professors were really. It was good. It was a good school. It was good. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I ever tried to any school. I don't think it ever really was my thing. So, uh, <laughs> so um, I, I mean, from from there to, to here, um, did you just decide once after once you finished college you were going to fly out here? Forever? Um. No, that's that's a super good question. I went. I keep saying that. I think that's my stalling phrase. I'm a good interviewer. Yeah, you you are brilliant. Let me me stop and think about it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. uh, No, I I still all my all my. I don't know if this is an appropriate um, podcast. This is all of my belongings are still Uh in Atlanta. And I will go back to Atlanta in August or oh, September okay. for a little, like, because, um, yeah, I found a sweetheart. I am in a relationship. And, um, nice. yeah. Cool. We, I, I hope you yeah, listen. Yeah, me too. <laughs> oh, he's so dreamy. And I, but, like, you know, it's been going on for a year and it's long distance and then, I kept making these excuses for not moving to Los Angeles because he got this kick butt internship. It's so cool. It's his dream, right? Like if that was happening mm-hmm. to me in comedy, I, you know, I would be so pumped. Like, but it's computer science, and anyway, it's it's the coolest thing, and he's really good at it, and he's super excited about it. So he's staying here for sure. And then I was like, well, you know, I'll work at a Dairy Queen or you know whatever. We'll do something in Atlanta and still do stand up. But then. He was like, why don't you move out here for the summer? And I made excuse after excuse. And then, you know, how life, I don't know if you believe in those things that just, um, they're like trying to prove you wrong. Like I said, like, well, you know, I couldn't find, um, I don't have the money, period. I can't do it. And then I got this thing from school. Like it's an all women's college and it's super small. And so they try to reward mm-hmm. people, um, both with scholarships. Like the only reason I could go there was for scholarship, you know, so like they find, what the student need is, and then they, anyway, but uh, if that wasn't, whatever, it was whatever it was, and then, um, uh, you know, and then I was like, well, whatever, I have the money, but, uh, you know, like, I, I don't have anywhere to live, and then 
I got off the phone and found a place instantly. You know, like, so it's these, so then I was like, well, what, you know, what could hurt coming to Los Angeles for two, you know, two or three months? Well, I'm, I'm glad that, that life just kept giving you the opportunity because now you would have still been stuck in Georgia. <laughs> I know, I know. That so was meant for you. I mean, it was obviously meant for you to be here, and, and, and here you are. That's, that's totally rad. I mean, um, it's not it's not every time or anybody that you find someone that's like, yeah, come over here and move with me. You know, I, I want to be yeah. together, and you know, so that's that's, yeah. that's cool. That's, that's cool. So I mean, you, I know it's it's still somewhat June, and uh, you still got to August. Uh, you got a lot of time to think to know what you're really gonna do. Do you see yourself doing that stuff to come out here and really just go full force with comedy? Um. Do I see my? Is the question? Do I see myself coming out here for good? Like coming out? Yeah. 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 Me your all. Yeah. I feel like giving it my all is. Um, I think it's not the place. It's probably just like what I'll like. Like someone like Dave Stone is a um, a really great um, comic that started in Atlanta, and he gives the advice that um, you just gotta you got to keep doing it. So you have to be able to do it like, I don't know, like 10 might, if you live in Atlanta and if you know how to work it, you can do 10, you can do 10 shows a week. You know, you can go to every open mic. You can have like two book, you can like three book shows. You can start your own show. Like there's so much opportunity and it's such a small knit community that it's easy to Mm -hmm. do that. And it's easier to get better. Just to be honest, like Mm -hmm. there's so many little scenes in in Los Mm -hmm. Angeles that it's harder to like, have someone see you and then um, in so many different settings because there's not just hipster rooms in Atlanta or Los Angeles, you know, there's like, you can go mm-hmm. to, you can go on the road and you can go to like Milledgeville, Georgia and, you know, and have people judge you like that or, you know, wherever. But I think, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I see myself um, going somewhere other than Atlanta, but I, I don't think, Comedy takes a long time, like ten years until you like start to get to know yourself, you know. So I think I don't know, Sasha Marina. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to Dave's advice and just do the day to day thing where like going to as many open mics as possible, which is kind of difficult. I don't want to be a complete. I'm really trying to use the bus system in Los Angeles, but it's hard to go to more than one open mic a night. Yeah. Um, yeah. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, do so I have to afford one tonight is, is, is kind of difficult. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, totally. Can you go to one more than one? I guess you can't. Do you go to music shows or do you, like, listen to music and then um, blog about it? or? Oh, no, like, uh, no, I don't, I, I really have, you know, I wish I had the time to go to music shows every day and write about it, but no, uh-huh. unless it's just, like, it's just news and, and, and I'll deliver what's the hottest music and stuff like that. Totally. By the way, the, the website is called Global Trend News. I mean, it's based out of Miami Beach, but um, but yeah. Um, and I mean, this, I mean, I interview a lot of people too that, that are related to music, you know. So I, I think that's mm-hmm. how I started off, you know, just yeah. people that are in the industry, and it's easier for radio because you get to play your music and stuff like that. So um, and then music's always been somewhat of a natural love, but I'm, I'm never really pursued it anyway because mm-hmm. it's just I just it never really called me in that way and guess what I I ended up doing something totally different anyway so I'm kind of glad 
I mean, like you said, you never know what life will work. I still don't even know what I'm going to be 10 years from now. I mean, I have an idea of what I want to do, but I don't know. <laughs> Thank so. God, right? I don't want to know what I'm like in 10 years. <laughs> as long as I don't get any wrinkles, I'm good. <laughs> and, 10 um, years ago? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I know um, you said you have some some of your open mics aren't really scheduled or anything like that, but as of now, do you have anything that's confirmed for you to perform at in the near future? Yeah, and Rebecca O'Brien would love if I told you, and I would love to tell mm-hmm. you, hold on, I have to get to the trunk. Um, I drove to this beach that I don't, I don't remember what it's called, uh, but I just, I just put in the GPS, I put the beach, because <laughs> I thought that would be a really <laughs> L.A. thing to do. <laughs> Very the beach. <laughs> I'm at I'm at a beach. <laughs> Hold on. Um, finding. I know that there is one. Hmm. I know a really good show that someone told me about is Meltdown. I mean, I'm not in that, but I really wanted to go to that yesterday, but it was sold out. Okay, here we go. Okay, it's going to be at M Bar where um where our friendship began. And okay. it is going to be, thank you, this is good, okay, Tuesday t- the 24th at 6.30, and then belly room at 10.30 on Saturday the 28th. Okay, okay. But yeah, I like, I mean, I've never really been to a comedy club. I kind of want to start going to, to stand-up comedy shows, you know, like at the improv or yeah. something like that. But um, this is kind of like the first ever comedy show so you know you kind of burst in my bubble it was it was cool <laughs> how was it how was it how did you like yeah. it you sat through the whole I, thing I, what a good person yeah oh that was my brother so um oh, oh I, my god I, I your brother that, wasn't it oh no 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 oh i thought that you i thought you said something else never mind but um <laughs> but yeah we had a friend that was performing actually the the little kid the the, the, oh my God, Joseph, Joseph, the, the closing act, him. Oh, like, what like, a He goes to school with my siblings and, and stuff like that. But that I'm like, cool. I never really thought kids did comedy, but now I know. <laughs> and anyways, oh <laughs> uh, yeah, and I like I like the setup of the M bar. The M bar has a nice like setup and the stage and the whole red theme it looks very, very outdated. Are you, you know? 21? But it works. It, 22. Twenty-two, awesome. Me too. Yeah. Okay, so there, there is um, at this Russian nightclub. I think it's Russian nightclub. This is what it has been explained to me. Um, is uh, is Rain in Studio mm-hmm. City? Have you ever, have you ever know? Do you know? You probably know that you're hip. Uh, anyway, there's a show on July 12th, and it is incredible. It's like this. Um, it's a nightclub that they do a comedy show in, and it's like it sort of feels like you're uh, not at a comedy show. You're at like. Um, like a cover for um, a mob meeting. Yeah. It's very cool. It's very cool. It's no classy, though, like really like a, a very successful mob. It's cool. I like it. Okay. Did you say successful anyway. mob? <laughs> yeah, like a very rich, like very and like tasteful and things are tasteful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So cool. So uh, Tuesday the 24th, which is this upcoming Tuesday, and then following mm-hmm. with Saturday the 28th. Those are your upcoming yeah. um, 
things there. Uh, I, I mean, and besides that, where can, I know people can follow up with you somewhere and somehow so they can see what you got going on. You have a Facebook and a Twitter, right? Yes. Uh, my Twitter is Twitter, um, and then it says Ebiopia, so it's E-B-E-O-P-I-A, and then C.B. Claire Perry on Facebook. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. C.B. Perry on Facebook and Ebiopia. Where did you get that Ebiopia, that, that massive word? Um, I was, do you remember, A- you. Do you remember AIM? <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay, oh, no, cool. I just got it. I was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a name. Thank you for talking with no, me. No problem. So, uh, thank you so much. Thank you for your time. Uh, I wish you the best with with this that you chose me to do, and whatever you decide to say in Atlanta or LA, whatever you do, I'm, I'm sure you'll, you'll do great. Appreciate it. Yeah, I'll I'll contact you with uh, show stuff. Okay, have a great day. Yeah, cool. Take care. Take care. Bye. You too. Okay, if you do the whole backslash thing, it's C.B. Carey. 
and on Twitter it's Ethiopia. So uh, check her out and make sure to keep up with us on the FlashMoneyShow.com, same as our um, app on the Google Play Store and Blackberry World, the Flash Show. So thank you and bye-bye.